Welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, dishing out tips and tricks on mindset, money, marketing, and media for your life and business, and where we talk to women about how they found their sweet spot. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, where I bring you amazing guests and content in mindset, money, marketing, and media. Hey, sweet mains, it's me, Marsha Guerrier, your host. Happy New Year. Goodbye, 2021, and welcome, 2022. It's all about the even numbers this year. We're going to even out all the mess that we've been through throughout the last two years, and we're going to just walk into positivity, walk into better health, walk into better uh, uh, prosperity for the new year. So I'm so excited for all the things I have in store for you, myself and my team inside her sweet spot for the new year. We are up leveling inside her sweet spot, bringing you even more content, giving you access to more mentors and more coaches inside her sweet spot to really help you get to your next level. Today's hot topic is all about that. It's January, so it's a, you know, all about resetting, reflecting, and really reevaluating and developing new goals and or tweaking some of the old goals. And how can we do that? Let's talk about how to leverage your successes and failures to your advantage in the new year. All right, let's get into it. So you guys know life is easy if you recognize what works and what doesn't work. And then apply that knowledge to the future. You become more capable, knowledgeable, and powerful with every passing day when you acknowledge what works and what doesn't. You evolve into a highly successful and capable person. However, most people fail to use their experiences to their advantage. They avoid failure and examining those times that they did fail in order to help them advance and succeed. Why would you do that? There is value in testifying against your failures. There is value in acknowledging the failures because in the failures, we are learning how not to repeat those same things, right? Success is seen as a time for celebrating and not learning, which is also not true. That's a big mistake that we make. We think that because something was successful and we succeeded, then there isn't a lesson. There is absolutely a lesson. That's why businesses do SWOT analysis. That's why they take a look at their strengths, their weakness, their opportunities, those threats. Why do you need to acknowledge your strength if you already got it? And you know that's what helps you become successful. Because without acknowledgement, you can't recall and remember to use those things to help you advance. It's the same thing with failures. We must examine and review them in order to help us advance, right? The rules of life are revealed to you every single day, whether you are what you seem is successful or what you deem to be successful or failure of your time and your day, right? Imagine if you use every experiences to become more 
uh, evolved and to enhance the version of yourself that you are today walking into the new year. Imagine if you learn from every mistake and every success. What if you never repeated a mistake? What if you made the most of your successes? You know, we we don't we can't just take a success and, and, and run away and walk away. We have to learn how to leverage your successes. How would your life change in a year, in five years, in 10 years, if you were to repeatedly review, acknowledge, and repeat or not the results of a success or a failure, right? If we do that, the things you can achieve are endless. Follow this process to make your successes and failures work for you. It's an eight-part process that I think when you look at all of these eight things, you can help yourself uh, become a little bit better at using your and leveraging your successes and your failures to advance. The first thing let's talk about is examine your past. You know, I'm all about the reflection, self-reflection. If you're a sweet master and if you've been with me and coach one-on-one with me, you know that a biggest part of the work that we do is reflection. Think back on your life and make a list of all the greatest successes and failures that you feel you've had, no matter how big or small, right? Consider your work, your education. I mean, I spent 99 years in college, probably had, I went to maybe about four different colleges before I got my degree, right? And I know why I made those changes. And so examining those things can help you. I could have been more successful and ended my college career a lot sooner had I done this work back then, right? Consider your relationships, the experiences that you had, the people you had to say goodbye to, right? Maybe you stayed a little longer in a relationship than you should have. What are the failures and successes that you can glean from to help you advance in these areas in the future? Consider why you were successful. What made you successful? And really understand that success is different for everyone. What looks like success for you at your level may not look like success for someone else in a similar path, but at a different level, right? Success is all about levels. Failures are all about levels. We fail at every level. We succeed at every level. You are a master at the level you sit in in the moment, When people say, oh, I've still got time to master this. No, you already are the master at the level you are sitting in in the moment. Keep that in mind. Consider why you failed. What can you learn from that? And then you can apply that in the future. That's what we need to do when we're examining and reflecting on the past. The second thing you can do is determine the purpose you have for your day, right? Determine the purpose for your day. Successes and failures are often the result of little successes, little failures that occur 
on a daily basis. When you look back at certain things, you're going to say, oh, I, re I, I remember the exact moment when I knew that was going to go bad. When I knew that was going to go left. When I do, knew that was going to go wrong. I knew at that moment. But in that day, had you examined and did a, a reflection of that day, you possibly could have avoided or pivoted that, that, that failure, right? So it's important to determine the purpose of the day. Setting a standard for the day provides that benchmark for determining your success on that given day. The third thing is determine your long-term goal. That's really probably should be the second thing, right? Examine your past and determine your long-term goal. You need long-term goals to measure your success and your failures against. How do you know if you're failing or you're succeeding if you don't have a long-term goal? They allow you to plan more effectively your days, your weeks, your months, your quarters. Having a bigger vision and a bigger, a longer path to walk down allows you to take, you know, really calculated and measured actions towards your goals. And so the fourth thing is to review your day. Review your day think back, what are your nighttime habits? You know, we hear a lot about, oh, these entrepreneurship and, and um, high-end executives, what are their routines? Successful people, their morning routine. All right, that's great. What are your nighttime routines? At the end of the day, relax, relate, release, review how well you stuck to your plan. Review how well you stuck to your plan. And it's okay if you didn't stick to it, but then what didn't happen today that is in alignment and serves the purpose of your long-term, getting to your long-term goal needs to be considered for the next day. What were the factors that led to those successes or failures within that day? Write that down so you can eliminate those things or avoid those things or create solutions to solve them better. Bring in people that will help you overcome them better. You see, the process is more than just to reflect, document your goals, and then review. Okay, what do you do with that next? The strategy thereafter is where the success and the failure lies. Identifying it is the key factor but the actions you take thereafter is what will determine your success and failure rate, right? And the velocity at which you succeed and or fail. The fifth thing is to determine ways to improve. Now, if you're going to be looking at your failures, now we need to come up with some strategies. We need to come up with a plan to make some changes, right? What changes can you make tomorrow? Like I just said, who do you need to bring into the fold? What do you need to do in order for you to either avoid the mistakes or double down on the success? Let's double down on it, right? You made five phone calls that got you a client. How about tomorrow we make 10 phone calls? Maybe it'll get us two clients, that is doubling down on your success. Look at what you did. See if within the time and space you have, 
in the next day, if you can double down on what worked well so that you could repeat it two times, right? Determine ways to improve. Number six on uh, how you to love how you can leverage your successes and your failures is to test your hypotheses. Spend a day executing the plan. Did you have a better day? What were the failures? What were the successes? Can you do that again and again and again? So it's determined ways to improve, and then test out the new hypotheses. Test out the new plan and strategies to do it again. Rinse and repeat. Number seven is ask friends and families for help. Ask your friends and family to help you identify why you've been successful or unsuccessful in the past. Now, let me tell you something. I'm talking about constructive people, people who could be fair and and can kind of remove themselves, personal selves from the situation to give you true, honest, constructive feedback, right? We're not looking for people. It might, it's not Aunt Betty who's always telling you, girl, you know, every time you try to go on a diet, it never worked. And no, you need someone who can be constructive and say, listen, I noticed that when you are on a diet, when something happens in your life, um, you become an emotional eater. Identify the triggers that uh, um, help you or distract you from your goal. You need someone in your life that knows you well, that is around you in a way, and then could, could give you that constructive feedback. What are the ideas you hear over and over again? Oftentimes, there are certain people in your life that often tell you something about yourself multiple times and you just don't hear it. You just don't want to believe it. You need to stop and remove your ego from the feedback as well so that you can really analyze what they're saying with clarity. How can you apply this information to your life, to the goals that you're trying to achieve? right? It's important to really get that uh, feedback from people. And sometimes it's not friends and family. Sometimes it's your coworkers and, or your boss, you know, it's important to make sure that the person you're getting that constructive feedback from doesn't hold a bias to wanting to be negative and keep you down. And the eighth and final thing, guys, is to keep a journal. And it's whether it's a journal or a planner. If you're like me and you have a little um, desire to remain spiritual while you are planning, uh, go to planpreprosper.com and order yourself a Plan, Pray, Prosper planner, which combines prayer, scripture, and goal setting. A journal can be a great tool for making the most of your successes and failures. It is so important for me in all that we talked about in these eight um, eight tips. It really comes down to reflection, writing, writing those reflection, writing the things that you can improve, right? It's the time of year where you all know, and if you saw my blog post, you know it, it's the vision board season and it's recreating new vision boards. And now the 
the way you could design vision boards. A lot of people are we're so into technology now that we know how to do mind maps and, and, and different ways. Uh, um, carding and boarding are goals, right? There's so many tools out there that you can use to document, to analyze and review and to keep the, the journal of what you're doing. Keep a daily log of your tasks. Check them off, scratch them off, write them into the next column or the next day, right? Change those due dates if you have to. It's okay. It's okay if you change a due date on a goal, right? But you got to keep that goal in mind. You got to keep that goal on the forefront. You got to create action plans to allow you to execute small tasks that gets you to accomplish the bigger goal. You'll learn things from your past and your present that could be applied to your future that will absolutely get you to where you want to go. Are you more or less successful than you were five years ago, do you think? The most common is answer that people say, well, you know, I'm, I'm about the same. But I think in the last few years, certainly the last three years, there is such um, differences and disparities in how people are feeling because of their mental health issues that, you know, occurred in the last couple of years. They may feel a sense of failure. But I, I want to argue to say those things are things that were almost always within you and we're going to pop up at some point and really examine what areas that triggered some of the feelings that you were going through, right? I want you to live in the moment, examine the past so that you live in the moment to build the future that you've always envisioned for yourself. Each day provides you with the information that can be used to enhance your approach to living the best version of you for your life. All right, guys, that is our uh, January 1st podcast of 2022. And if you're in need of more strategies to advance your career or business, well, you're in the right place, honey. If you can't hire a coach, you can't work with me one-on-one, that's okay. Join the Her Sweet Spot community, get access to me in our group's coaching settings, and get connected with like-minded individuals pushing you towards your goals. That's another way for you to get the support that you need if you cannot get that one-on-one coaching that you need. The Her Sweet Spot Sweet Masters membership will do exactly that for you. Go to hersweetspot.com and click on memberships to join. Oh, guys, it's been so great talking with you. I can't wait to hear and see and learn all about the great things you guys are going to be doing in 2022. I am here for you. If you need me, go on to the community page, activity page, and hit me up on hersweetspot.com in our community center. And let me know what you thought about today's tips on leveraging your successes and failures. Well, you know how I like to end each broadcast. Until next time, remember, when we empower each other, we all rise. Bye-bye for now. 
Thanks for joining us this week on the Her Sweet Spot Experience. Make sure to visit our website, www.hersweetspot.com. That's her, S-U-I-T-E, spot.com, where you can become a member of our growing community and get great content for your life and business. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We are your strategic partners to grow your business.